Welcome to Hashtag Scripture, your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system. Call us delivery because we are serving you the word, the word of God with extra, extra 2019 sauce. <laughs> On Hashtag Scripture, we discuss everyday topics informed by an everlasting God. Before participating, we're going to need to ask you to be really careful because you know what time it is. You know, sometimes we get a bit wild. The slogan is not sophisticatedly ratchet for no reason. There is a reason. So just be careful and make sure you're in a safe space. Yeah. But before we go any further, what I'm going to need you to do is share this podcast, share this episode with this the new year. 12 people. So there's 12 months of this year. The 12 people that you That's haven't. Good you haven't shared the the episode or the no tell people you haven't shared the podcast with thus far so share it with 12 new people and you know you christians you like like numbers 12 is the number of tribes of judah okay so that's something for you there to add to your little list of things to do oh and you can also find us on soundcloud hashtag scripture um itunes podcast hashtag scripture google podcast hashtag scripture instagram hashtag scripture facebook hashtag scripture twitter ht scripture our website www.hashtagscripture.com and patreon where you can sow seeds and expect a harvest and that's www.patreon.com forward slash hashtag scripture we're googleable so if you didn't get that and you didn't take it down just google hashtag scripture you'll find us so let's get into it the word on the street today is new year new me new phone who this like who this new year new year's resolutions 2019 is the year of insert anything that rhymes here you know how you lots pastors like to be coming up with snazzy things okay 2019 is the year of i don't know pick something good okay we haven't had our vision in our church yet so we don't know what it is um but yeah new year's resolutions new vows new pledges new commitments but what can we do to be better christians this year did any of you even put christ related things in your new year's resolution except well except we want bible more we're gonna get into it hmm. so today we'll be discussing exclusively 12 things that you can do in 2019 to be a better christian yeah so we're dedicating this episode to everyone who signed up at the gym this month in january that includes me everyone who went vegan or vegetarian this month or this year everyone who started something that they are probably not going to continue past march wow we're dedicating this episode i'm going to continue the gym though because you know i got goals and stuff um yeah so we're dedicating this episode to everyone who started something new new beginnings new weave New braids, new man, new underwear, whatever it is, child. And um, just for the record, I'm Femi. And I'm Tina. And welcome to Hashtag Scripture. Welcome to, to the Happy New happy Year. Year. Happy, oh, happy, 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 happy. my dear. Oh, lang What song is that? Is that English? Old Lang Syne. What does that say? What's that? Is that in German? Because for me, speaks German. So I, sometimes she talks in. Is it? What's that? Lang- what language was that? Come on, somebody. <laughs> come on, multilingual. <laughs> come on. I'm actually going to Google what language it is now. I feel like it's like some ancient language, but it could like easily be French. I don't know. What language is that? Uh, what? 
Scots. Yeah. It's a <laughs> it's a Scots language, but that does, that's not helpful. I want to say Celtic, even though it's not. It says Scots language. That's exactly what it says. So whatever. But you know, it is well. And what does it mean? I don't know. I feel like it should just be here, isn't it? It should yeah, just say that. Does it, it just mean Happy New Year? Is that what it means? No, when people like, I don't know why articles, it doesn't just say they put the answer to your question and then they last sentence equals X Y Z. That's all it should say. Any website, if I, if I click onto anything, all acquaintance be no, it's mad. If I click onto any website, that's a question, and the answer is not until the last two sentences. I'm giving it a bad review. Forgot. So it's Gaelic, Scottish. It's uh, Scottish Gaelic. Okay and oh my gosh is it actually so a problem is it a problem it. oh it says the uh, old sin- long since meaning like the old times or the olden days okay fine so i was obviously completely wrong but okay i don't know why that had to be 700 words into the article but we found it hallelujah can i get an amen Okay, so 12 things that you can do better in 2019 Chris, to be a Christian. No, let me say that again. 12 things that you can do in 2019 to be a better Christian. Okay, so we've got... <laughs> I might say we've got 12. <laughs> no, we cannot have 12. It doesn't make sense. That's mad. <laughs> we've got six each. Um, I'm going to take it in tones. Um, so yeah, so the first thing that I think we should do in 2019 to be better Christians is read your Bible more. Let us read our Bibles more. You can use the Bible. I encourage everybody right this very second to download the Bible app. Okay, any Bible app, but the version Bible app is one of my favorites okay so i know the bible app set up daily plans there are 656 million daily plans on the bible app that you can set up and it literally from they range from like a minute to longer um and it's just so useful you can do bible in a year you can study the bible in themes in topics you can do bible study groups like you can actually do a bible study plan with other friends and you can share and you can write comments and all of this sort of stuff it's so 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 good i live by it i swear by it i've been that's how i've been doing my devotion using the bible app for years like literally years okay we 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 know how important reading the bible is i think anybody who is not a christian i think non-christians everybody who just has common sense knows that the sacred text or the holy scripture for whatever religion you ascribe to is super important you should read it often so what we have to do is read it daily um romans 10 17 says um so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god your faith won't increase your walk with god won't get better you won't be a better christian unless you read the bible more unless you get more of god's word in you joshua 1 verse 8 these are all verses we know says the book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written in them for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and thou shalt have good success okay so we know this read your bible I like when people say success you like it yeah success yeah how does it make you feel i don't know it's like <laughs> It's just nice. Is it warm and fuzzy? It's just like one of those things. Success. Interesting. So yeah, guys, let's read our Bible more every day. Start today. Stop whatever you're doing and download the Bible app and start up a daily... Uh, oh, another thing that you can also do if you want to listen to the Bible, which you can do also, they've got versions on there, but daily audio Bible app. Oh my gosh, I love that one as well. Daily audio Bible goes through the whole Bible, obviously, in a year. And it's a great guy and he speaks... 
he reads the Bible and then he kind of breaks it down as well. And there's prayer requests at the end. It's so super awesome. So download the Bible app, the U version one, it's Burgundy, or the Daily Audio Bible, or just any other one that maybe your friends use and start reading the Bible daily, once a day. Okay, my first one is to be more selfless. Yay. Be servants, um, volunteer and give. So Matthew 23, 11 to 12 says, But he who is greatest among you shall be your servant, and whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. So I think there's a like a issue in the church generally where people have just got a bit too big for their boots you're getting way too big for your boots you ate too big for the boots i got the big size toes on my feet your face ain't big for the boots what what sorry (laughs) anyways (laughs) um you know like we we think that if i'm at a certain station or of a certain title then i can't do particular tasks or you know i can't help or i can't serve but that's not what jesus expects from us and that's not what we should be doing um the bible says in john 13 verse 12 to 17 so when he had washed their feet and taken his garments and sat down again he said to them and this is jesus obviously he says to them do you know what i have done to you you call me teacher and lord and you say well for so i am if i then your lord and teacher have washed your feet you also ought to wash one another's feet for i have given you an example that you should do as i have done most assuredly i say to you a servant is not greater than his master nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him if you know these things blessed are you if you do them so it's like if jesus can serve and jesus can wash people's feet then why is it that certain people who have certain titles feel like they actually can't contribute except to come preach and go home or come sing and go home and you know if you're the only person at service you and one other person and one person is setting up chairs i actually don't care what your role is you can actually also set out chairs unless your hands are broken then you can actually set out chairs you can serve food all these things you can do so i just want to say be humble enough to get your hands dirty be humble you know, yeah. it's not actually a problem. If President Donald Trump can, as in the president of an actual country, Donald Trump can actually throw kitchen towels at people's heads. That means <laughs> to he has to kitchen in to begin with. To pretend that he was helping people in Puerto Rico. Then yeah. at, at least. Pause. Did he do that? <laughs> he wasn't throwing it at people's heads. But who knows if we hit people's heads? I wasn't there. But if President Donald Trump can throw a kitchen towel into the Mad. crowds or as the Americans will call it, paper towels <laughs> at people. Paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> if he could throw paper towels at people of Puerto, of Puerto Rico during a hurricane so that he can pretend that he's doing something. Oh, yeah, you can yeah, also yeah, 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 pretend to do something. At least pretend, you know? At least pretend to contribute. That's all I have to say, to be honest. It's not hard. It's actually not hard. Oh, no, mm-hmm. that's not all I have to say. One second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um is you done or is you finished <laughs> is you finished or is you done <laughs> so yeah so just remember to be humble because the only thing that we should boast in is christ Come the only on. thing we should boast in is god Come so on. if we're you know proud because we have certain amount of finances in our bank account or because our marriage is such and such or because we're married in general just because, just because we have certain title or because you got a house or because you got a business <laughs> <laughs> <Mommy>! <laughs> why we're proud then uh, we need uh, to reevaluate ourselves eat the that you are we have to it. just reevaluate life it's because it's not it's not okay uh jeremiah 9 24 says <laughs> let she read the bible <laughs> 
let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. And then Ephesians 2, 9, and obviously it's talking about salvation. Well, not obviously, you might not know, but it's talking about um, salvation. It says, not, not, it's not of works, lest anyone should boast. We have to remember that it's not of works, but it's by faith mm. that we have anything. Mm. So let's just remember that and be humble and start to help and serve and, you know, stoop to those quote unquote low levels to, to help those who are in need. Cool. yeah and it's also it's you know it's that verse that i don't think people fully understand maybe they think it's like i don't know what they think it is but when jesus says repeatedly like the last shall be first mm-hmm. i don't know if people think that it maybe it means like the last people in the top 10 forbes richest list or you know <laughs> like you know it's not if that's not what it means the last the bible's forever talking about jesus forever talking about the meek and the lowly yeah. shall inherit the kingdom of god you know so i think we need to pay attention to that the uh, humility is so important anywho um okay so my next one is pray um something that we should do in 2019 to be better christians is pray talk to god or worship a lot more um failing to communicate with god leaves you weak defenseless miserable deflated discouraged and ultimately lost and i i can testify to that because 2018 was a bit much you know develop a habit of praying um morning devotion or you know that you do in, as soon as you wake up before you do anything else or you're on, on your commute to work or whilst you're cooking or whilst you're on the toilet whilst you're in the gym it doesn't matter find some time in the day to communicate with god if you can go 24 hours and say that you didn't have five minutes to communicate with god then something's wrong with your life you know and i know it sometimes we can get bogged down of what's happening and life is a bit much but communicating with god is so important when you're when you don't you just honestly you're just weak and you're defenseless and it's like a soldier being out in battle or air no that's not what i'm trying to say it's like a um an airplane pilot <laughs> wow this has gone completely <laughs> different like, to your first one but i'm interested and intrigued like to see airplane where it pilot. you know how pilots and sailors and stuff they always need to be you know in contact with the control room so that they can see that mm-hmm. they can you know they know okay, what's happening yeah they know what's happening they've got direction even though she they got can there see guys. thanks guys even though they can see okay i've got the route of where i'm supposed to be going and i've flown this plane 600 million times but no you still have to be in contact with the control room you still have to be in contra- contact with the master and i think as children of god we have to be in con- in constant contact with our father with our maker with our creator and so it's exactly the same thing let us just try and habitually form the habit of communicating with god and praying isn't it has to be like okay in the name of the father son and holy spirit amen and you confess 64 scriptures and you do your confessions and your declarations no it's literally just simply talking it's like okay god oh my gosh can you see what this person is doing you know like god what should i do about this or god how are you what's going on or just praying in the spirit or listening to worship songs not well, yeah listen to worship songs constant communication is super important um psalms fifty five seventeen says evening and morning and at noon i will pray and i will cry aloud and he shall hear my voice first john five fifteen says and if we know that he hears us whatever we ask we know that we have what we have asked of him a lot of the time um our communication is um is can it, i tell a story yeah sorry it just came to my mind when you read the prayer about praying aloud you know a lot in the bible it talks about praying aloud not necessarily in your head not mm. that praying in your head is not valid because it is but it says in the bible a lot to pray aloud and um i remember me and my friend were in the hospital this is ages ago not recently me and my friend were in the hospital visiting another friend and we went to the chapel to go and pray and you know how we pray we don't pray small small prayers we were praying you know quite, quite calm 
fire prayers let's put it that way one two um, three fire you know and then uh, but it wasn't like necessarily like loud we weren't screaming or anything but we were praying aloud and it was in the chapel and um so people who must have been catholic i assume they were catholic because this is i imagine what catholic people think were like can you just um can you not pray silently because there's other people in here who are also trying to pray first of all I doubt any of you were trying to play. You were just in there chilling. You were not trying to pray because I don't know what it is that Catholics do, but sometimes I don't know if it's prayer. Number two, the Bible always says pray aloud. It says it so much. So I don't understand how people can actually look you in the face and say, can you actually pray in your head? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that was my story. No, it's true. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and I will heal their land. And can we notice here that it says, if we, um, if my people who are called by my name will, must pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Sometimes we feel like we can just do the work with Without actually talking to God and I'm guilty of that this verse says that you must pray and be humble and turn from wickedness you know sometimes it's like okay yeah I'm doing I'm following all the commandments I'm not sinning if you think that you know I'm doing this mm-hmm. I'm doing that you know I'm a perfect Christian but you're not talking to God it doesn't doesn't work it doesn't bang you can try you can think you can have outward perfection in terms of your works but if you lack communication of God when Jesus says they will call on my name and I will not know them I don't I won't hear them because I don't know who they are it's not because he doesn't know you because it's but he doesn't know you because you don't talk to him he says my sheep hear my voice so does Jesus know what your voice sound like sounds like you know do do you know what his voice sounds like so it's okay in one hand doing all the works and being the perfect outward christian but the intimacy that you require through it comes with prayer you need to develop also so yeah praying is important um and can i add to that not as a, as a separate point but also fasting something that's really like a goal for me this year is to fast more because and like proper fast not just okay i'm not eating today but like an actual like really deep really spiritual really just go to god with it all type of fast i think that's something that was definitely lacking for me this year i did fast but just not the level that i should have um and so i I think you know fasting is definitely a really good thing to bring you back to to god and to realign and i don't know yeah yeah make things make things work i don't know anyway um be more open and honest and vulnerable, especially with God. Um, it's so funny because me and Tina were having this conversation yesterday, but I wrote this like two months ago. Um, like we have to stop pretending that God is a dumb, like God's actually not dumb. In fact, I would go as far to say as God is more clever than everybody. No, obviously, duh. So we have to stop lying to him. We have to stop being like, oh god everything is fine when everything is not fine or oh god i don't really care about this when we actually really do or okay god like whatever when it's not whatever and you're really upset and you're really hurting just lean on god and like literally you can go and cry in his bosom that's what he wants you to do god is not trying to god doesn't want you to be a macho macho man like he wants you (laughs) i knew she's gonna sing that like he wants you to come and give him your burdens first peter 5 7 says cast all your cares upon him for he cares for you he's not like uh you know i don't know like some kind of yeah like some kind of like indifferent god i can't remember where is it in hebrews is it hebrews 11 somewhere where it says like we we don't serve um 
uh, a me- we don't have a mediator who is like doesn't understand yeah, what we go through. He, yeah, yeah, like we we serve someone who 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 has a heart for us and whose heart breaks for us. Like yeah, we 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 and Tina love to say like jesus wept like <laughs> as if like it's like just this funny scripture because it's obviously it's like the shortest most memorable scripture and blah blah, blah. but also jesus wept do you, you actually understand what that story. means you like jesus was story. actually weeping uh, do you have a story you to have tell? to you have to tell the story about when um oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys so we were at we were asked to speak at an event we were asked to speak at I speak at a lot of events so you know don't speculate as to which event it was but we were <laughs> we were asked to speak at an event and there was a person at the event whose gender will remain genderless <laughs> and this person was you know when people are fake deep when they're just like talking and they're adding scripture to what they're talking about well the scriptures don't add up and the scriptures have nothing to do with what they're talking about <laughs> the guy must have been talking say we're talking about oh how to parent your children and the guy was talking about and then jesus wept like <laughs> just things that are just so irrelevant to actually everything like it was actually crazy we could be talking about okay this is how you um this is how a husband and a wife should love each other and he will come with jesus wept <laughs> like it was actually crazy it was mad yeah. no it was actually mad <laughs> and the thing is me for me have got no behavior we but we did really well that day i had to punch tina a couple of times but we, we got there uh, we was bruised like we our thighs were bruised because we was punching, <laughs> we each, other punching each other and punching each other underneath the table because we could not believe it what are you talking about mate <laughs> was just i like, actually eh? couldn't i couldn't anyway if you thank god <laughs> sorry okay anyways yeah so don't go to god with you know prayer and like routine prayer that is of no real substance but actually talk to him and fellowship with him and open up to him and be honest with him um you know in in Gen- genesis 17 um basically god calls himself el shaddai and there's lots of disputed meanings about what that means whether it's god almighty or whether it's the breasted one or the many breasted god or um god who is enough all of those translations paint a picture of a god who is able and sufficient Mm. um and a you know a god who has the almost has the answer and has what you need so if you don't go to him then that thing that you need you're just not gonna get it do you know what i mean like Mm. uh, that's pretty self-explanatory i think so we need to go to god and just ask him and be honest with him be open with him say i'm struggling lord because he knows already so you might as well just tell him indeed 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 okay and the fifth thing that we should do to be better christians this year is find joy find joy just be joyful each and every day in everything happiness is fleeting but joy comes from god and yes okay every day won't be happy and every you know and every day is going to be a happy day a lovely lovely day (laughs) right you will cry you will jump you will scream there will be some sad times but joy cometh in the morning and we know this and joy is different from happiness i think we confuse the two a lot of the time it's like oh i want to be happy do you want to be happy happy. come on yeah (laughs) right i Um, just want to be but but ha- again happiness is fleeting and the bible doesn't talk about you being happy the bible talks about you being joyful and there's a couple of scriptures which talk about it. Isaiah, isaiah 12 verse 3 says therefore with joy shall you draw water out out of the wells of salvation psalms 51 12 says restore unto me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit now the joy of salvation is something that when you are saved there is a joy that enters your heart there is a joy that enters your soul and enters your spirit joy 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 down in my heart where 
Right? So there's a joy that enters your spirit, that enters your soul. And it's the joy of salvation that you, your soul, your spirit. You know, Bible says that when one man, um, chooses Christ comes to, comes to glory, that the whole of heavens rejoice, you know? Um, so joy is something that comes by the mere fact that you are saved, right? So irrespective that your soul is saved. So irrespective of what's happening in life, I am saved and I have joy for that. I'm going to meet my I have joy in my heart, deep, deep down in my heart. Right. Jesus gave to me, and no one can destroy it. I have joy in my heart. Deep, deep down in my heart. But that's true though. Like, literally, literally that is what it basically the Bible is saying is that basically. you have, there is joy that is hidden in your heart. You have to find it and no one can destroy it. So no matter what the situation is, and the Bible says, you know, says there'll be tribulation, there'll be famine, there'll be people trying to strike you down. And you're warned about that. There'll I'm be sorry. Everything. Stop pretending exactly. that you don't there'll know. Be it's everything there in the Bible. that was coming against you. If they came against Jesus and they're going to come against you, but he still says, in all things, count it all joy. Yeah. You know? So, Amen. um, so it's super, super important. So do we have to, f- my mom told me this very early on. I think it's like maybe about eight years ago when I was going through a madness. And she goes, you have to find, you have to choose and find joy. You can, it's not going to be, not everyone's going to be happy, but you have to wake up in the morning and decide to be joyful. Your mood. Joyful, joyful, Lord, we adore thee. If I say joy one more time, <laughs> it's your fault. I don't know what right? you thought was um, going to happen. <laughs> Psalms 30 verse 5 says, For this anger endureth for a moment, but his favour is life. Reaping <clears throat> may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Romans 15... 15- she wants me to start. I can't. I don't know what's going on. Romans 15, and I've got a couple more scriptures, so you're just going to have to Jeez. just round it up into one song at the end. Okay. <laughs> Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. I love that scripture. Romans 12, 12 says, Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, but be constant in prayer. Okay. James 1, 2, Count it all joy, my brethren, when you meet trials of various kinds. Count it all joy when you meet trials you know i don't even know what that means yeah. in english but literally it says when you're meeting trial so you're walking down the street and then a big trial will come and be like hi I'll how slap you doing you i will slap you and we'll pinch your nose or pinch your mouth right and we'll just open your eye like the man in bird box like when trial comes and slaps you it says you should count it all joy now god first of all i don't know what that means let but let's just understand that that's what God wants us to do. Okay. It's in the Bible. Philippians 4, 4 <laughs> says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. 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 And again, I say rejoice. Um, and a caveat also, um, happy, joyful Christians are more attractive to those who are in the world than miserable Christians are. So yeah. if you're a miserable and attractive Christian, as in, in a non-sexual way, just yeah. Just if you're, if you're a miserable Christian, a Christian who's always frowning, a Christian who's always like deflated, you're not, people are going to be like, they don't want your Jesus. Mm-hmm. If you're happy and you've got joyful spirit and you're encouraging, this girl is mad. <laughs> <laughs> if you're happy and you know it and you really no. want to show it right like that is a lot more people then people want your jesus you know what i mean oh what's making you so happy what's making you so joyful they want your jesus they're not going to want your jesus if you're miserable okay my third point point number six is be a better steward 
um, and that counts just everything that God has given you to be a steward over. So that's more environmentally conscious, handle your finances better, spend your time more wisely and everything else that you have that God has given you, spend it wisely, use it wisely um, to do whatever you can for the community and the planet. So um, we spoke about this on my birthday, so I won't go too much into it. But obviously we read um, Genesis one twenty eight, where it says, um and god blessed them and god said unto them be fruitful and multiply fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fishes and the, the over the birds of the air and blah, blah blah um and we spoke about how dominion doesn't mean just treat everybody like trash and treat all the world and the planet and the environment and all the animals like trash that's not what dominion means it means make sure that you're looking after it um you know in, in a responsible way in a in a a way where you have authority over those things but it doesn't mean that you're to now come and you know terrorize those things and make those things just rubbish like we're doing to the planet right now so um that that comes by having being considerate and having compassionate being considerate and having compassion for the animals the earth all the other people thinking about kind of like ethical consumerism where are you buying your clothes from where are you buying your food from are you buying like fair trade food or organic food or whatever you know can help and it may mean that you need to spend a bit more money but then that goes into financial stewardship i would rather spend more money and make sure that the people that the supply chain of the goods that i'm purchasing are is um ethical than spend less money and know that people are being treated like rubbish and animals are being treated like rubbish and everything the planet is being treated like rubbish for me to have the the latest balenciagas like i don't know how much i don't know what balenciagas supply chain is like but do you understand what i'm saying um (laughs) (laughs) i just i just (laughs) lost my train of thought there um yeah so like with and then when it so when it comes to money um you know investing it in yourself and your community investing it in in making a change and seeing a difference whether that means charitable giving or whether that means you know starting up a, a business that can help the economy or whether that means you know making sure that your tithes and offerings are you know up to scratch or whatever like whatever that means to you whatever god has you know told that to mean to you just making sure you're managing your finances properly not just doing friv- frivolous spending doing delivery every day like i used to do or uber every day like i used to do but like being responsible with your finances saving investing that kind of thing um and you can start investing from small money you don't have to have you know hundreds of thousands of pounds to start investing you can start investing with one pound so start to invest pay off your debts and and don't get out credit cards that you can't afford and stuff like that um and then with time you know not just you know binging netflix every single evening rather than spending time with god or rather than helping your community or rather than investing in yourself and studying and you know making yourself better at whatever it is that you need to be doing um you know making sure that you're spending time properly um and i have a time management course coming out soon so i can tell you all about that but you know we won't go into that in too much detail but you know when, when it's time we'll let you know yes okay so my next shameless plug shameless plug my next point on what we can do this year to be better christians is endeavor to use the gifts of the spirit and your anointing for the right reasons okay so we all have a gifting first firstly we all have a gifting we are all anointed in one way or another we all have a measure of faith and a measure of the holy spirit right we all have these things nobody does not there's not one christian who does not have a 
call a gift or purpose they're all christians are anointed in one facet or the other and um, we all have a measure of faith and we all possess the holy spirit okay that happens at the moment of salvation and holy spirit baptism okay so we all have the holy spirit these things the your gifts your calling your anointing the holy spirit your faith is not just for you to store it in a bag somewhere or store it in a bedside cabinet it's for you to use it's for a purpose you're supposed to use your gifts you're supposed to use the anointing um you use your faith faith isn't something that you just obtain it's something that you use the holy spirit is there to be our what our comforter our guide our teacher our helper our advocate okay so we commune with the holy spirit we use the holy spirit we suppose we're supposed to use these gifts right and what's the point of putting fuel in a car that is not being used there are so many different analogies that we can throw at this there is literally no point in putting the why would god anoint you you're asking for all these blessings you're asking for all this blessings, wisdom some blessings, some blessings asking for all this knowledge you're asking for anointing you're asking for more faith you're asking for more holy spirit for you to not do anything with them what is the actual point use the gifts of the spirit use the holy spirit use your faith use your anointing for good don't use it for self-glorification though some people like to have i want to possess all the gifts of the holy spirit i want to i want to possess all the ministries i want to be a prophet teacher holy this this that and the third i want to be the best preacher in town i want to be the best prophet in town i want to be the best um deacon in town all of these sort of things right so not for self-glorification but to glorify god you're using it for the purpose of the kingdom um, John 17, one says, these words spake Jesus and he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come, glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee. You know, so it wasn't for Jesus's glory. Jesus, Jesus didn't die on the cross, right? For, for his your glory, I will do anything. Literally. Like literally, it's not for our own purpose. It's not for our own gratification. It's not for anything. It's literally all for the glory of God. And that's what we're supposed to be doing things for. So in use your gifts of the spirit. There's no point just keeping them. Just get, otherwise, just stop be, being a Christian and let the anointing go to somebody else because, or wait until. But the gifts are without repentance. This is it. Or wait until <laughs> a donkey now starts talking to you. You know no. what I mean? Like there's no point. Use the gifts. Use your faith. Use your, test your faith. Don't test Jesus, but test your faith. Put your, faith to the test what things can you pray for what things can you travel for what things can you ask for bible says that it, your faith can move mountains so you move mountains sorry i'm sorry guys guys i'm sorry it's not my fault it's actually tina's fault notice it's only when tina is talking okay so <laughs> it's actually doing it on purpose <laughs> right you're supposed to use your faith like i'm i'm i, I caught on to this a lot early on in my christ walk right um so much so that i'll small testimony um some lady in my church like a lady that i don't even have a real relationship with um was having a conversation with somebody random outside of church and then she came to tell me the conversation and she said um she said tina do you know that i was talking to somebody about how that you shouldn't rely always on your pastors but you should use your own faith to get what you want and i remember that's something that you always say when you're testifying and you also wrote it in your book and you know you talk about using your own faith and not somebody else's faith a lot of us who have grown up in church we use our parents faith to get things you know mm. you use you use your you know your mom your mom will pay for you to get good grades in school and your exams and to pass this test and that you know a lot of the time we're using borrowed it's borrowed faith we're using we're using our pastor's faith oh pastor please i want to go for a job interview can you help me pray or oh, pastor i want i want to get my stay or oh, pastor i want this it, 
what is it that your pastor has that you do not have because there's nothing there's actually nothing everything that he has or she has you also possess so use your own faith use it don't be a christian who doesn't do anything they're the most annoying like just <laughs> don't just stop no don't stop do right? <laughs> go do <laughs> do don't go do something enough. use the anointing use the holy spirit use your angels some of you lost angels are sitting around eating lollipops because you will not use them bible says are they not ministering spirits sent forth to minister on behalf of those who are heirs of salvation are, are angels we're supposed to command them to do things and work on our behalf. They're just sitting there doing nothing because you'll not send them. You'll not send the Holy Spirit. You'll not send anybody. You'll just be sitting there in your, in church being pretty or being buff, whatever. I beg, please, in 2019, may you please use your faith, use the Holy Spirit, Not use your the face. anointing, right? Use everything. Use everything at your disposal, please. I'm, I'm finished. <laughs> um, okay. So preach the gospel. Um, I don't know why, but the I would say the probably the majority of Christians I do think that preaching the gospel is not something that they are supposed to do or it's have to do or are interested people. in doing or like it's just only the evangelism department of your church is supposed to do that and no one else is supposed to do that. But in Matthew twenty eight, I was about to say Matthew twenty nine, like some imaginary scriptures. Um, <laughs> in Matthew twenty eight nineteen to twenty, it says, "Go therefore and make disciples." And he's talking to the disciples. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, ever to the end of the age. So he's telling the disciples to make more disciples. And baptize their disciples and teach their disciples in the things that he has commanded them. And what has Jesus commanded them? To repent and turn to God, right? So we're all supposed to do that because we're those disciples that the disciples were making, right? You with me? Is that, does that make sense? So I don't understand why people think that that's not everybody's job or why even if it's not your job why would you not want to do it anyway this is one of the things that i don't understand like if jesus has saved you and you really do believe that then isn't that like the most amazing thing in the world isn't that something that you just want to share like isn't that something that's just so exciting and it's so amazing it's so wonderful wouldn't you want everyone else to have that as well how can you keep jesus to yourself i'm not suggesting that everybody needs to quit their job and go and do missionary work in in um villages like that was that one that one guy who now went and um did um went to whatever village it was and they killed him Mm. i'm not saying that everybody needs to go and die that's not i'm telling everybody but what i am saying is that when there is the opportunity that presents itself and it often does use that opportunity to speak about christ if you meet someone especially someone who's going through a hard time but someone even if someone's life is on track and they seem like they've got everything those people need jesus too when you meet someone speak to jesus about them i'm not saying that it has to be the topic of every conversation that you have but if you see opportunity, then do do it. Even if it's just one person this year. <laughs> then do do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is 2019, <laughs> guys. We're, we're 29 in this year. Yeah? Any, anyways. Um, so whether, whether it's one person, which obviously you can definitely do more than one person. That's silly. But like, let's try and aim for even one person a month that you preach the gospel to. That's where your starting point is if you've never started before. If you're already on seven people a month, then let's go to eight. Like, let's make it a conscious effort to tell more people about Christ this year. Um, 
Acts 4, 19 says, But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than God, you judge. And that's like in reference to, there's this kind of like PC culture going around that says that, you know, you know, we're in this kind of like really social, like anti-religious climate where you're not allowed to talk about religion. Religion is just, you know, taboo. It's every, it's personal, you know, you're not supposed to talk about other people's faith and you have to respect all faiths and blah, blah, which, okay, fair enough. That is the political and social climate that we're in at the moment. But are we supposed to be listening to the political social climate? Or are we supposed to be listening to God? yeah god right or god. that's what i think i pretty much think it's god so if it is god and god is telling us preach the gospel to all nations not some nations or some of the you know a few of the nations all nations then that's pretty much what we should be doing because that's what god said that we should do so i agree we pause this this episode for a brief commercial um news flash okay news flash um the forbes forbes.com Forbes magazine um, wrote an article saying just 8% of people achieve their New Year's resolutions. And wow. here's how they do it. 8%, I feel like, is a very Do you know that 8% number. achieving means that 92% didn't achieve? Just for you who didn't do maths, which is also me as well. Do you but know how crazy that is? That's crazy. That's absolutely just crazy. Just 8% of people achieve. Like nobody does. Basically. As in, like, only one person. <laughs> out of everybody in the world who said it. <laughs> um, just 8%. So this is what Forbes say those people do to make sure that they achieve their new year's resolutions first of all they keep it simple keep it simple keep it keep it simple the second thing they do is they make it tangible okay so make it something that you can um i'm gonna say (laughs) make it something that you can measure right so not something that's all airy fairy oh i want to be a better person okay yeah but how Mm -hmm. you know how are you going to be a better person what things can how can you measure your better personness you know how can you measure (laughs) that you are a better person so make it tangible set measurable i think what's that business model is it smart Smart, yeah you know so make it make smart targets third thing that they do according to forbes is make it obvious Okay, make it obvious. So experts recommend charting your goals in some fashion. Write it down. Okay, um, set vision boards or when something that happens, like make it a measurable, make it a obvious target. So when you hit it, it's not like, oh, I hit it. Well, what else six months ago? I didn't realize I hit it. No, make it something that when you hit it, you know. So it's on your vision board, then you can take it down. You take it off, move on to the next thing. You know, so sometimes it's a case of you have to do one by one or it's okay. I'm going to do these three, this set, and I'm going to do the next set, but make it an obvious target third thing fourth thing keep believing you can do it right this is a biblical principle that these four people are talking about right? i mean all of them are biblical principles definitely. write the vision and make it plain definitely like, you know um keep believing you can do don't it don't stop believing keep believing you can do it guys <laughs> okay um don't give up don't give up don't stop before go on no it's go on no it's fine okay um don't give up don't get deflated don't be exasperated what's the bible say bible says don't grow weary doing good you know hashtag scripture so keep keep believing you can do it and um and that was it okay so don't be the 92% of people who do not stick to your resolutions this year, especially when it comes to things of god Mm -hmm. like actually be the eight percent of people who actually do it Okay, so back to my next point. Uh, where was I? Doo-doo. 
okay number nine fellowship with other christians i'm not saying all your friends but definitely some of your friends or family should be christian if all of your if you don't have any christian friends or family or friends i'm a little bit concerned okay unless you just became a christian unless you just now became but then become friends with the person who led you to christ if it was somebody who led you to christ if it was just the holy spirit just came into your bedroom and like bah oh yeah then fine um but go and find someone right this very second Mm -hmm. okay um so fellowship with other christians um (laughs) i literally wrote 27 17 i believe that to be proverbs 27 17 uh, which says iron sharpeneth iron Mm -hmm. so is man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend okay so we know that iron sharpens iron her mom says one hand cannot wash itself right properly it can <laughs> but it won't be prop. it won't be proper you know if you've got eating panda jam or whatever <laughs> right you know that you need two hands to help wash each other because that one hand if you just try and wash it by yourself you will feel the quickly quickly bits on your fingers so one hand cannot wash itself well you need two hands okay um psalms 1 1 says blessed the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful i don't mind Right, the rest, but it says his delight is in the law of the Lord. So you have to find people who speak about God's word, you know, who you can converse about. Don't sit around and don't have not everyone in your circle. I'm not saying that everyone who's not a Christian is evil or because that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is find people who can speak on and encourage you on mm. God's word because that's super important. Yeah. Yeah. Number 10, look after yourself so you've all heard of the expression you can't give what you don't have or you an empty cup can't fill another cup or whatever all these expressions all come to the basic thing that if you're not full you can't fill anyone else you can't pour out if you don't have anything to pour you have to look after yourself that means both spiritually but also physically as well first corinthians 6 19 to 20 says or do you not know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit with you um sorry do you not know that, the, that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you are bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. So it's not only spiritually and all the spiritual, oh, hallelujah, uh, like that we have to be glorifying God with, with your, all your praise and worship and your fire prayers, but also your body. So that means treating your body right by eating well by resting well making sure that you get enough sleep making sure that you take a rest day take a sabbath day or whatever you want to call it making sure that you um you know your hygiene is good making sure that you're not stressed all the time if your job is stressing you out then you need to speak to your management and ask them what kind of provisions they can make to take some of that stress off of you if your family is um treating you like poorly then you need to have um conversations. have a new family Get then a new you family. need to have conversations with your family about how you would like to be treated and you, you need to assert that um you know there's lots of things that you can do to look after yourself both emotionally physically and mentally you know meditating and all these all these kind of things i think there's not really enough time to go into it but um look after yourself and be smart about what that means eat right exercise can you take a 30 minute walk every day it doesn't have to be in the gym because some people don't like to go to the gym can you dance can you you know do yoga or whatever like or tina doesn't like yoga but like i mean stretching pilates you know not like oh do i not um 
anyways um yeah can you dance can you do something can you do something that gets you active that gets your heart rate up for 30 minutes three times a week or something like that you know that kind of thing look after yourself so that you can hear live long and prosper well i'm gonna cut it out anyway but i'm (laughs) gonna say that if you're married then there's definitely something you can do that's excellent that's excellent exercise it's 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 mental emotional are you married but so if you're married you can say when i get married i'm gonna tell you that my gym membership attendance will dramatically decline because i'll be declined from the three times that you went this weekend and the zero times that you went last year and there's zero times i've been in the last 27 years of my life okay so when i'm married listen I'm gonna get that good um, Kanye's workout plan. How about that? Yeah, look after yourself. Yeah. Um, number eleven. Try keep going, guys. Even if it gets tough, try. Mm, try the the one try. thing that we can do this year to be better Christians. It's just to try. It's not going to be easy every day, baby. It really isn't. Nobody told me the road would be easy. And I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. Literally. I just can't give up now. Anywho, right? Ecclesiastes (laughs) 9.11. Ecclesiastes 9.11 says, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to the men of understanding, nor yet favor to, literally there's nothing for no, for nobody, right? Nor yet favor for men <laughs> of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all, right? Time and chance happen. You have to keep going. You have to keep persevering. Hebrews 12 and Philippians 3 both say that along the lines, along the, the same thing, you know, run the race press on to the mark keep going don't give up you know and i'm I'm captain of stainless there's not every leg of the race that's going to be easy you know what i mean you have there's going to be moments where it's not nice there's going to be seasons that you're going to go through but you have to keep trying and i know a lot of us want this year to be the best year that we've ever had you want it to be one of the best years of your life and you've all got goals to make it happy and good and stuff and then the first sometimes when the first hurdle comes you're like but god i'm sure we had a conversation (laughs) at watch night crossover service about how this is going to be the best year of my life look at this like well somebody come and look at this you know you know know? um but you have to keep going keep trying never give up keep going amen and uh last but not least uh remember god is still god no matter what happens no matter how bad things get or how good things get god is still god in bad things god is sovereign And even though our, you know, you are God alone from before time began. I remember saying God is sovereign. That's what I said, right? Okay, cool. So she took God and she ran with it, basically. Come on. And right now, in the good times and bad, you are on your throne. You are God alone. Come on, song. So in bad things, remember that God is sovereign. In the good times and, and bad. our pea-sized brains may not be able to understand all the complexities of life and all the plans that he has for us or some of the times where he feels like he needs to chastise us or he feels like we need to be tested. Um, we might not be able to understand what is going to be at the end of the tunnel, but God is still God. And in good things, remember that God enabled you to do those things. God gave you um, the, the resources and the talents, you know, to be able to do 
those things that you accomplish. So give thanks to him and serve him all the more. Give thanks with a grateful heart. I think. <laughs> um, yeah, so he is mindful of us uh, for some reason. I don't know. Like, I can't figure it out, but he is. Who am I? <laughs> Who am I that you are mindful of me? Come on. That you hear me when, when I, I call. Is it true that you are thinking of me? That you love me? It's amazing. Come on. It's amazing. I am a friend of God. Come on. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. He calls me friend. <laughs> Come on, classic Israel. Oh Not this new gosh. stuff that you're doing now with your missus. You're wearing oh Balaclava. Oh I don't know. No, the You're podcast is finished. It's around that mas- time anyway. Coming to be doing masquerade. It is what actually. Is she, the time she said, she said, Baraklava, as if he's doing gospel drill. That's what she said. She said, Israel, we're sick of the gospel drill. Leave that to what's their name? What are the people's names? Um, hope dealers. He said, leave that to hope dealers. So oh we don't need your gosh. masquerade ball. Yeah. Coming to be doing shining, 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 your guitar yeah. and get back to the to the stuff. Oh my gosh, she Coming actually to be said, doing Christmas ball. Wait, Did you hear what that? Are you Did anybody else hear that? No. Sometimes I feel like I hear the things in my head, <laughs> and that it's not actually her saying it, but it's in my head, and I'm overreacting on the podcast. No, I can't actually. I can't. I don't know. Anyway, the scripture I have for that. <laughs> is Hebrews 13 8 Jesus Christ the same yesterday today forever amen amen ah this week's sponsor um I don't have it I don't know I don't know uh, this week's sponsor is Jim your better self yes that new person that you're gonna be new, new. by the end of 2019 when you'll be celebrating the new new you that you're gonna be in 2020 is sponsored by that person Amen. And then our hashtag for scripture for today then is um, 2 Corinthians 5.17, which says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So all your trash behavior that you had before, old things have passed away and you have become new. Amen. Closing prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise and glory and honor. We magnify you for how great and how awesome you are. We thank you for bringing us into a new year. Thank you that we are in the land of the living, Father God. We thank you that your word says that your mercies are new every morning. So this year, there are 365 new mercies that you've apportioned to us, new grace, new favor. And we just pray that each and every day we glorify you and that each and every day we do things that please you. Um, Help us to be better people. Help us to be better Christians, help us to be um, humble, help us to focus, help us to communicate. Lord of God, everything that we have covered in this episode, Father God, help us to just do right by you this year. Let us not have another year of regrets or shoulda, woulda, couldas, you know? Mm-hmm. Let us just have a year of, yeah, I said I was going to do it and I did it. Amen. Let it be a year of accomplishment. Yeah, Amen. let it be a year of going from glory to glory and Amen. strength to strength. And we pray this in your mind's name. No, not knowing that we can do it by ourselves because it's, your word says, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit that says the Lord so we partner with the Holy Spirit right now and we say that our goal for 2019 is to be better Christians and we pray this in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus Christ amen amen 
So we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook, Instagram at hashtag scripture or hashtag scripture without that at, depending on where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also on Twitter, HT Scripture. You can find us on our website, www.hashtagscripture.com, which will just have obviously like all the other links to everything else. Um, and Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash hashtag scripture. We want to thank everyone who has signed up. Um, you can go on there, you can get discounts, you can get discounts to events or merchandise, not just ours, but other people as well. Um, you can get it stuff, you know, shout outs from us, happy birthday messages from us, you know, stuff like that. Like it's just stuff, you know, stuff. And also if you want, if you're having an event this year, can't they in ask yeah us if to you come. want us to come then you can go in the website and ratchet it up <laughs> not always listen actually. can i just say that not always if you're having a boring event and you're not ready for it to become lit lit then don't invite us because that's what's going to happen inevitably so don't invite us expecting us to not <coughs> no, be lit because we're sorry, like this in real I'm, life i'm gonna disagree so. i'm gonna disagree if you're inviting if you're having a boring event and you're paying for hashtag scripture to come we will still use that money for the goodness of god so pay us and i can come to your event and sleep because i don't I don't I don't mind I don't think I think she thinks that will happen but I know for a fact that I won't so I don't know why she's saying that <laughs> I think she I genuinely believe that for she me, thinks that she could that, do that I, I need to sleep but, more okay. if they come in they say oh come to our event come and speak or come and eat bread yeah we will come <laughs> we will come why? Okay. why would we not come because the we'll thing come is and put yeah, you some money for offering we've gone to events I'm not even just Christian events but we've gone places where we've been tired we've gone there we've been tired but people have still been like can you turn it down can you turn it down a little bit because our tired our 50% is your 200 percent so this is what i'm trying to say like even if we're not running if we're running at 10 percent, it's still a lot for a lot of people yeah, so that's, that's what i'm trying to say but anyway Invite god bless still. you <laughs> happy new year we love you with the love of the lord we love you take care of yourselves make sure you follow through on your news resolutions don't be part of the 92 percent. imagine 92 percent. how is that possible <laughs> don't be I, I should be telling you to be part of the 92 percent, but instead i'm having to tell you don't be part of them wow anyway Bye. Bye.